Welcome back to Devotional Thoughts with Pastor Dave Rogers on the Y Millbank Podcast Network from Millbank, South Dakota. I'm Craig Weinberg, and we are halfway, a little more than, oh, we're almost two-thirds of the way through February now. Um, this is a short month. <laughs> yes, it is, and it's flying by. <laughs> it certainly is. Welcome back into the studio, Dave. Um, where are we going today? Well, today we're going to uh, do something that I like to do occasionally, and I mentioned this several weeks ago. Uh, I love to read hymns devotionally, mm. mm-hmm. and I find great inspiration as, as I read them. Uh, they extol the majesty and the glory of the Lord, or they affirm the faithfulness of the Lord as we face our daily challenges. As we look at the hymns, we, we find they're the great anthems of the church. They're, the, uh, the, the, of course, the holiday hymns mm-hmm. uh, or seasonal hymns, whether it be Easter or Christmas, Advent, um, hymns uh, that surround the, the various uh, festivals and feasts of the church calendar. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I've just always been a, a fan of hymns. In, in fact, uh, uh, something that a lot of people don't, know about me is uh, my first two years of college I was a music major really? and uh, I, I did not know that. <laughs> I, I was a music major and uh, hymnology was one of the courses that we we had to take really and uh, learning the the hymns of the church was uh, I spent a, a full <laughs> semester immersed in in the hymns and and I found them to be a rich source mm-hmm. of, of inspiration which I Uh, often read them devotionally. Uh, Today, uh, for some reason this last week, I've just been thinking (laughs) about this particular hymn, uh, Oh, Worship the King. Uh, It's it's one of those hymns that uh, we use as one of the great anthems of the church. And in fact, I have a a large selection of of church hymnals that I've uh, acquired (laughs) Acquired. over the years. uh, the churches that I've pastored, all of them. I mean, what do you do with old hymnals? Uh, you either pass mm-hmm. them on to another church or they go up in the church attic. And so uh, we found a, a treasure trove of old hymnals <laughs> uh, in the attics. And with permission of the leadership of the various churches, I was able to uh, take uh, a copy of those. And uh, I've I've just gathered a number of them. But Many of them have this as the first hymn uh, of the really? the hymnal uh, because it's such an important hymn and such a powerful hymn. I mean, it, it's not necessarily current. No, looking at the date no, range. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Robert was, Grant who wrote it. <laughs> Robert Grant lived between 1780 and 1838. A and couple so, years ago. Uh, it w- was a couple years ago. I mean, uh, we are verging on 200 years old on this this particular hymn and uh so uh as we read it it just there there are things that i look for when i when i begin to uh read a hymn devotionally i'm looking for the themes that are are expressed in the lyrics uh, the various uh, stanzas or mm-hmm. the uh, the refrain of the the uh, the hymn uh, i look for the theological lessons that are there and, and let me just say up front uh, I don't agree theologically with everything that I find in, in all of the hymns. Uh, there are some hymns that don't line up theologically with uh, the particular stripe of my theology. 
but I find them still to be a great treasure trove mm-hmm. of of inspiration and, and insight. And so uh, this is one of those hymns that I love. Uh, I often find myself just walking around, and, and this is playing like what I call them brain worms. You know, you, you just get a song going in your head. and That's and a terrible word picture. Thank you very much. It, it is, but uh, we, we, could all, we could help all of our believers by singing just a few bars of rubber ducky. You're the one, you know, and now you're going to have that in your head all day long. (laughs) But but there are just songs that that resonate in Mm -hmm. your spirit and your heart, and this is one that resonates in mine. As as I read the lyrics of this song, I I want to just share with you a little bit of the background. Uh, This particular hymn is based on a a free paraphrase of Psalm 104, verses 1 through 13 and verses 24 through 33. Mm. And I would like to uh, just take a few moments to read those verses today uh, because it will help us understand the inspiration that the psalmist had uh, for these verses. Reading out of the uh, New King James today, the psalmist said, Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with honor and majesty, who cover yourself with light as with a garment, who stretch out the heavens like a curtain. He lays the beam of his upper chambers in the water, who makes the the clouds his chariot, who walks on the wings of the wind, who makes his angels spirits, his ministers a flame of fire. You who laid the foundation of the earth, so that it should not be moved forever. You who covered it with the deep as with a garment. The waters stood above the mountains. At your rebuke they fled. At the voice of your thunder they hastened away. They went up over the mountains. They went down into the valleys to the place which you founded for them. You have set a boundary that they may not pass over, that they may not return to cover the earth. You send the springs into the valley. They flow among the hills. They give drink to every beast of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. By them the birds of the heaven have their home. They sing among the branches. He waters the hills from his upper chambers. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of your works. Going down now to verse 24. O Lord, How manifold are your works. In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your possessions. This great and wide sea, which are innumerable teeming, in which are innumerable teeming things, living things both small and great. There the ships sail about. There is that Leviathan, which you have made to play there. These all wait for you, that you may give them their food in due season. What you give them, they gather in. You open your hand, and they are filled with good. You hide your face, and they are troubled. You take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. You send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He looks on the earth 
and it trembles. He touches the hills, and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. As we listen to the words of this particular hymn, as we read them devotionally, there are four things I want to challenge the listener to do. First, listen for the call to worship. Secondly, listen for the declaration of the attributes of the Lord. Thirdly, listen to the affirmation of the care and the provision that the Lord lavishes on us. And fourthly, listen to the dimensions of God's relationship with us, his creation. The first stanza goes this way. O worship the King, all glorious above. O gratefully sing God's power and God's love. Our shield and defender, the ancient of days, pavilioned in splendor and girded with praise. The second stanza says, O tell of God's might, O sing of God's grace, whose robe is the light, whose canopy space, whose chariots of wrath the deep thunder clouds form, and dark is God's path on the wings of the storm. The third stanza, the earth with its store of wonders untold. Almighty, thy power hath founded of old, hath established it fast by a changeless decree, and round it hath cast like a mantle the sea. The fourth stanza, thy bountiful care, what tongue can recite? It breathes in the air, it shines in the light. It streams from the hills, it descends to the plain, and sweetly distills in the dew and the rain. And then the final stanza, frail children of dust, and feeble as frail, in thee do we trust, nor find thee to fail. Thy mercies how tender, how firm to the end, our maker, defender, Redeemer and friend. I just love that. <laughs> I I will always remember, Craig, uh, a Sunday afternoon. Mm -hmm. It was uh, probably 1979. I was doing the nursing home services in uh, Kearney, Nebraska. And uh, there were three nursing homes there. And, and uh, as pastors, we were assigned uh, twice a year to go to all of the nursing homes and conduct the service. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I had gone, and this was one of the songs that I had selected to uh, sing with the uh, residents of the nursing home uh, in, in the service. And as we sang it, uh, I, was, I was just touched by the call to worship uh, I, I was touched also by the attributes of God as they were unfolded to us and his, his care and provision. But as we came to that final stanza, 
And I was there in that nursing home, and I'm looking at people who in their declining years are manifesting the frailty Mm -hmm. of the flesh. And there was something about that stanza that just resonated with my spirit as never before. Frail children of dust (laughs) and feeble as frail. In thee do we trust, nor find thee to fail. Recognizing that these people were waiting for the Lord to call them home. Uh, In conversation with many a senior citizen over the years, I've had them voice to me the frustration of not knowing why they are still here. Their loved ones, their friends have gone on before them, and uh, I I had one say, I'm in God's waiting room. (laughs) You know, they're just waiting for the Lord to call them home. Fascinating word picture. But... Frail children of mm-hmm. dust and feeble as frail, in thee do we trust, nor find thee to fail. Thy mercies, how tender, how firm to the end. I, I think of one of my favorite verses that's found in Lamentations chapter 3. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new to us mm-hmm. every day. Great is his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Uh, how firm to the end. And then... The dimension of relationship that is unfolded here in the last phrase of the last stanza, our maker. He formed us from the dust of the earth, breathed into our nostrils the breath of life. Defender, he has put his angels (laughs) uh, at our disposal. He has given them charge over us to bear us up. Mm -hmm. Our redeemer, he is redeemed us he's called us out of darkness into his marvelous light but then the most intimate of all our friend Mm. jesus called us his friend and i can think of no greater honor and so this hymn just resonates with me and from time to time i just pull it out and i rehearse it again (laughs) and i love it i hope that it's a blessing to the listener today yes it's it's always fun to to kind of get a little glimpse of where some of these writers were back then and what was important to them and what their focus was. And it seems like we don't have that the same anymore. Well, (laughs) it it raises an interesting point, and and this is something that I have have held on to. Uh, I started pastoring back in the mid-'70s, uh, and I was just kind of on the forefront of uh, as the church transitioned from the hymns to mm-hmm. contemporary worship. And uh, there was such a proliferation out of the Jesus movement of, of new songs, you know, uh, sing unto the Lord a new song, the scripture says. And and there were songs just exploding mm-hmm. out of the Jesus movement and and uh, great choruses, you know, uh, songs that, that just captured the moment and the time. But there have been so many over the last 50 plus years now or, or 40 plus years as, as they have 
exploded. I mean, you, you can hear a new song every day. Mm-hmm. In fact, when I came in today, <laughs> yeah. I, I asked you, have you heard this song? Yeah. And, and we pulled it up and we listened to a, a song that was relatively new to, to both mm-hmm. of us, even though it was written a year ago. Jack Hayford, uh, who pastored uh, uh, Living Way Church, uh, Foursquare Church out in Van Nuys, California, uh, a great theologian, uh, a scholar of the Bible, a great pastor, uh, inspirational speaker, uh, one of my heroes mm-hmm. of the faith. Uh, I heard him speaking at a a conference one time, and he was talking about, uh, he was doing a study on, on praise and worship. And he made a statement, he says, that there are very few of the songs of today that have the enduring quality mm-hmm. of the hymns of old. Now, understand and, and let the, the listener understand this, that there are many hymns that have passed from the pages of history that we have never heard and that we've never known. They were uh, peculiar to or, or, or specific to one church or a small cluster of churches because they didn't have the the social media expanse mm-hmm. that we have, the platforms that we have available to us. Uh, they didn't have mass media, radio, TV, what have you. Uh, and so they were very localized in, in their expression. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them were picked up by a traveling evangelist, you know, a Philip Bliss or, uh, or a, a, a Charles Moody might be holding the service and his his song leader would hear one and he would take it and they would uh, replicate it elsewhere and and then it would get published and go out. Uh, But there are very few songs over the entire history of the church that have enduring quality. Mm -hmm. We have a record of the hymns that, that are standards of the church and there are still being hymns added to it. In fact, uh, in my listening recently, I've noticed that a lot of the songs that we sing are tending back toward more hymn style yeah. than than just yep. a, a, a short phrase of, of worship that is repeated multiple times. So you're finding mm-hmm. stanzas and refrains built into it. And, and so uh, it's it's the pendulum kind of swings back yeah. and forth there. But Hayford said this. He says, very few of the songs that we hear today have the enduring quality because they are like a word from the Lord. It's a specific word, whether it be for a prophetic now. word or a word of wisdom. Mm-hmm. It's for now. Yep. It it meets a need now. It resonates with the church now. But you get down the road 10, 20 years, mm-hmm. uh, it, it doesn't have the same right. resonance. And so... Uh, we rejoice in all of the music of the church. I, I want to mm-hmm. be careful to, to <laughs> right. say that. Uh, as, as a musician, I I like them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, for devotional reading, uh, it's easy to grab a hymnal than <laughs> right. to order on Amazon a brand new uh, <laughs> chorus book. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is true. Well, I hope this uh, th- this becomes a staple of the show as we keep going. Uh, and I, I, I think it will. I'll bring... Um, some more. Oh, yeah. I, I love, there are several have great mm-hmm. stories behind them and uh, great, great words to, yeah. to look at. It's great. Thank you, Pastor Dave. My pleasure. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. This is Devotional Thoughts. Uh, the podcast, 
uh, where we just dig into the Bible a little bit with some daily nuggets, or weekly nuggets, I guess, so we can take them out and hopefully impact the world around us. Thanks so much for listening. Tell your friends about this. Stay safe and come back next week for another one. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. See you later.